When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to DST. I'm your host, Aileen. This is DST Thursday and I am rejoined by Victoria Garrick, TED Talk speaker, mental health advocate, podcast host of The Real Pod, former Division One athlete, has a million and a half followers across social media and I just love all of her content. Go listen to her episode on DST right now. But welcome back, Victoria. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, this is going to be fun. We're going to share some of our DST wins, aka non-scale wins. And we're going to answer some listener dilemmas. And we're going to just have a good time. So what's been going on with you? What have you been excited about that you are celebrating here on DST? What's your DST win? Well, I have been going back to therapy every week, which has been so great. I just feel like to take the time for me to pause and talk about my goals and how I'm feeling has been game-changing. I hadn't been for a long time. And my goal from last week was to push myself to be more radically genuine was the word we came up with. I'm always a genuine person. However, I think I was raised in a household where I was modeled by my mom to always be like, hi, how are you? And, and oh my gosh, yes, it's just like my voice Pleasant. goes up and I yeah. feel this need to be like, make sure everyone is pleased by me. And I noticed a more severe, like that's how I was acting. And then I would come home and be especially like on a low level. And so I've been trying to pair the two a bit more. So I've had a few wins this past week where whether I'm just on a phone call with someone, like I was looking for a new CPA and usually I'd be like, hi, yeah, I'm looking for this. And I, I, I took the call just like, hi, yeah, I'm looking for someone who can help me. And I was just very normal. And that was really hard for me. And I was like, oh my God, did they think I was a bitch? Like, uh-huh. you know, of course, like, that's the thought that you tell yourself is if you're not like super overly nice and kind to everyone, you're a bitch, which obviously you're not. That's like mm-hmm. pretty patriarchal. So that was my win was the phone call I had interviewing a CPA where I was completely normal. I would have talked to them the way I talked to a friend. I 
love that. I feel the same way. Like I'm my customer service voice is like a different voice. And then like my husband will be like, who was that? Who who are you talking to? Like, hi. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. And like yeah. apologize in advance for nothing. And I, I'm so sorry I'm calling you to hire you. That was really rude of I'm me. I'm so sorry. Actually, funny that you bring this up very on topic because for me personally in my life, because I was like interviewing landscapers, very homeowner um, dilemma, but I was interviewing landscapers and this one guy, like he was great, but I was just also very non uppity, like you were saying, like not just very even, hey, yeah, like what's your price? Just this is what I'm looking to do. Can you like tell me your vision like here? And he told, I hired him. We had a great relationship, very friendly guy. And he just finished the job yesterday and he was like, you know, I thought you were going to be pretty difficult. (laughs) I was like, I, you know what? I knew you thought that. Like, I knew, I was like, I think that maybe I come off as a bitch sometimes. And I'm kind of like, okay with that. I didn't say that to him, but in my head, I'm like, is that a female thing? You know, is that. Do you come off as a bitch? Or like, is that your internalized massage? Like, you know, I just, of course, I believe we should be nice to people. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm not saying be rude, but this idea that you have to put like it takes so much energy to put on a facade mm-hmm. and i know that that means if anyone if anyone who's like my follower came to this to listen they're like confused because they're like your whole brand is being real it is and i'm never lying but i definitely feel like i have this urge to present the best version of myself mm-hmm. and i need to be more okay with like if it really stems from if people don't like me, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I know this version of me people like, and I'm worried that if I'm more straightforward and chill that they won't like me. And so it's me accepting that I don't need other people's <laughs> approval, you know, which is a very difficult thing to do. But um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I, I was very nice. Like I was nice, but what does nice mean? Like I was respectful and I, you know, didn't ask for anything crazy. I think he thought that like I was just, you know, trying to get a design out of him and then I was going to go to like a competitor or something. And I was just, I got that vibe and I explained to him like, no, like I have integrity. I am, you know, right. uh, I own my own business and I'm not like looking here to, but again, I did it very like not, I am so sorry if you think that I'm being like X, Y, Z. And it worked. It was great. It didn't take me for a ride, you know? <laughs> right. And I feel like I currently um letting my guard down, I think is especially chill and especially like bro-y because I have been exhausting a level in my tank that I don't actually have. So I feel like the more that I can kind of bring the this really high version of myself and then this lower, like low energy version of myself, the more that I can match the two, I think I will then radiate at a very... <laughs> like normally happy, positive person place. But I've just been kind of pushing the limits a bit, I think. Right. <laughs> you get on the phone. Yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's like, why'd you call? I'm like, no, I don't know, man. I just- <laughs> <laughs> why'd you call? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. I love that. What about you? My win. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, I've been having severe back pain <laughs> and hip pain. And and I was really upset because I was like really getting in this groove of working out for health benefits. I was just like, finally, you know, things are feeling good for me postpartum, blah, blah, blah. And then I one day I just couldn't move. And so I had to take a break from working out and I was really, really upset about it. 
But that said, I didn't really procrastinate and I made an appointment to a doctor, which, you know, that's one of those things like sometimes we just kind of, we don't want to know any answers. So we just kind of push them away. So I did that. I had to get an x-ray. Nothing was wrong. Now I have to get an MRI. But the doctor did tell me, and so I was really afraid to work out too. His doctor did tell me that I can do some light shit. So I have bit. I did that this morning and I am that is my win is that I went to see a doctor and I didn't procrastinate. And I also did do some workouts despite being afraid. So that is my win. And I can move today. Yeah. That is a great one. I love that. And yeah, doesn't it just like elicit so much gratitude when like everything is running soundly? (laughs) Yeah. But then I'm always afraid something's going to happen. Like in my past, anytime I'm like, starting a new type of workout like I always just injure myself and I mean like you as an athlete I'm sure that's like happened <laughs> but like in the, well, I remember starting like a kickboxing routine when I was in high school and I like sprained my ankle I was like trying out for tennis and I like sprained my ankle <laughs> I like was uh, I've done this so many times and there's, there's always something and it's just so frustrating. I just wonder if it's the universe telling me to just go easy. Oh my God, you poor thing. Like you're like prone to like an injury basically. Yeah, I so, something. I don't, I do something to myself. I think I might go hard. Oh yeah, once I was like trying to do CrossFit and I like injured myself stretching because I was so competitive. <laughs> it was so dumb. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, be careful on the pickleball. Oh. Reference to our last convo. Oh, I'm going to kill it on that pickleball court. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? 
it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, let's do a Dear DST. Hi, Aileen and Victoria. First off, I love this podcast and I have praised and recommended it and the sup and you up and at batches to all of my friends. Anyway, I had a few uncomfortable conversations with my boyfriend's mom lately about weight and I wanted some of your advice on how to handle these situations. My boyfriend of a year and I recently got an apartment together and we live about 20 minutes from his mom. (laughs) The way any good story starts. She's a really lovely woman and I get along with her well enough that we can even hang out with my boyfriend around. However, she always makes a point to comment on both my and my boyfriend's weight every time she sees either of us. Every time I eat around her, she questions everything on my plate. And even when food is not present, she asks how much I weigh and how often I work out and what my metabolism has been like lately. And oh my God, I can't read this. And even pinches my legs to say how she wishes Hers were as small as mine, even though she's almost as petite as I am. She does the same thing to my boyfriend every time they see each other, and I have noticed that it depletes all of his self-esteem and wrecks his body image for days whenever she makes these comments. For a bit of background information, my boyfriend and I are athletes, and we both have BMIs that are closer to underweight end of the spectrum, but we also have both struggled with disordered eating in the past. I'm worried that these comments are causing my boyfriend to obsess unhealthily about his size and weight. And I don't know how to make his mom stop calling him a, quote, little piggy. I can't. This is giving me like the chills. So yeah, I don't know how to make him stop calling him a little piggy every time he eats something other than a vegetable around her. How do I ask her to stop examining both of our bodies under a microscope without risking the otherwise great relationship that I have with my future mother-in-law? Sincerely, stress eating. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. <sighs> this is this is a great topic for a few reasons. One that like there's disordered eating not just among women, but men. We've had a lot of listeners write in about like moms, mother-in-laws and like them kind of putting their issues, projecting their issues on their children or their children potentially in-laws. But the athlete thing is really interesting to me. What are, what are your thoughts on this? Did you see this happening when you were an athlete for, from other parents? I know you've said your parents are pretty supportive. I mean, yes. I feel like you can see other parents who are like limiting the, what their kid gets to eat at snack or like in between games. Um, for this situation, because the majority of it sounds like, well, for the the woman who wrote this in, you know, it sounds like even though this person doesn't want unsolicited comments for their body, the mom is like essentially complimenting. She's like, what's your metabolism? And how do like, she's coming from a, a place where she thinks like, it's a good thing that she's saying this to you, even though it makes you uncomfortable, which is totally warranted. So I want to share something unique that I learned from a psychologist. I was actually talking about my Yaya who makes a lot of comments to me as well, but they're all positive. Like you look so thin or you blah, 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 blah. And she thinks that that's fine. And I don't even want that. So um, what the psychologist said, this was on my real pod episode about boundaries was like, this person is trying to connect with you. And the only way that they like might've been raised or learned connection to another woman is to praise them on appearance. And like, I, so I think first having an understanding of like, this mom is coming from a place of like, clearly if this is all this woman can talk about, like that's sad, but also it's like all she knows to talk about and think about how much it weighs on her, like how important it is for her. So she's coming from a place of wanting to connect with you and wanting to like, let you know that you are a successful woman because in her day and age, she grew up thinking that meant that, you know, you were thin and you didn't mm -hmm. eat a lot, whatever. So you can have that compassion to understand like this person's coming from this place. But secondly, it does sound like you need to communicate that this isn't okay and it's affecting you both. And I think there's a way to do that. Maybe you want to empower your partner to do it because they are blood related to the mom. And that may be the best first route because, you know, that's a different relationship because that's her son. And maybe he can say something like, hey, like, you know, it's been a bit apparent that recently you talk a lot about what we're eating and how we look. And I, I know you love us more than anything and you care about us and it's lighthearted, but it just doesn't always sit well with us. And I'd love if we could talk more about other things and not necessarily food in our body. And so I think that's a great way to kind of bring it up and let her know. And you do need to have that conversation. I mean, first of all, like it's only going to make you closer with your mom. You know, I'm speaking to the son and for his partner who wrote it in, I mean, it's like, we're at a point where she is writing into a podcast about this issue. Like it's an issue. Like, mm -hmm. and because you live so close and you see this mom all the time, it's not like you just have to gear up for it once a year at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, I think a conversation does need to be had and it can be had in a way that like doesn't offend the mom. But it's like, I know you love us and I know you mean well, but we just would prefer to not talk as much about our bodies and food. It doesn't interest us or we just, we don't care or that's like, you know, whatever your reason is. Right. Or I'm working, I, it has nothing to do with you. I'm working on kind of not focusing so much on my weight or yeah. like the size of my body. It hurts me sometimes. Like, you know, the, making it all about you so that she doesn't feel like defensive too. Um, 
I agree with you that it needs to be addressed because like <laughs> she's calling him little piggy. Like that just starts to get that to me is that though is like judgmental. Like while you're saying yes, she's complimenting them because she probably is projecting all of her, her own issues, right? Her. Yeah. But yeah. she's judging them too. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them? on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are just as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They're milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Take it to an extreme, like, and this, this could, this is maybe down the line, but like, if she is not able to listen to what you need and respect it, then I think there's a very plausible future where like meals and lunches and dinners isn't time you spend with mother-in-law. Like you go on a walk or you meet at the park or you go for a shopping day. But if she's not able to respect your boundary then you are not going to be able to have lunch and dinner with her. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe that's something you, if it sounds too intense to say to her, you don't have to, but like in your mind, you can just say like, when, whenever you're hanging out, like you make sure it's not something where someone has to eat because you're trying to help the situation by avoiding teeing her up for these unsolicited comments. Right. The other thing I would say is that since you're like, you, she's not married, they've only been together for a year. Like you said, like empower the boyfriend to have the talk. 
the first step though is to kind of share with the boyfriend how it's making you feel and you're wondering like is he feeling this way like because you say or you're worried, but it's not clear whether or not you guys have had this conversation together mm-hmm. about yeah. it. And like you're saying, I'm you can express worry to your boyfriend about him knowing your, you know, your joint past with disordered eating and ask him if he's comfortable to talk to her about it because you can see both of you are struggling. Like it's becoming kind of an issue and it upsets you to hear like judgmental phrases that are very, I get like very upset when people say like little picky. We had another, somebody else write in about like a coworker to an, a coworker saying like, oh, I don't want to be calling themselves piggies for eating certain things. And it's like such like this, like older generation comment, right? That's now like been passed down that I don't, it's just, it gives me like the ick, this like icky feeling, but I would, I would suggest you kind of talk to your boyfriend and ask him if it's making him feel that way as you're suspecting it is. Right. I I think that's totally good. I did not catch that in there. I thought that they were together, but that is a great flag. You definitely need to have the conversation with him to then have him be able to speak to her. Yeah. I just, I feel bad. Like there's so many people that have moms that that, have, that are constantly talking about weight. And it's sad because like they're so obsessed with it. Like that is their whole life, which how sad is that, you know? Well, yeah, but they don't know any different. Like that is sort of their environment. We were talking about environment in the last episode together. Like their environment is very much that. Like that's what they were told that women must be, their best quality is their size of their bodies and how they look and their appearance and smaller is better. And like you must be obsessed with it. And they're constantly marketed, like going to Weight Watchers and all this stuff. And so like having their kids think a different way challenges a belief that they've had for so long that makes them, you know, confused (laughs) and defensive of, you know, what I wasted my whole life. Like that's probably something they don't want to reflect on. So as much as you can, like be very much about if when we're talking to the mom, be very much about how you're feeling and not about anything she because then you'll get into big fight territory. I mean, maybe down like Victoria, like you said, like down the line, maybe you might have to go in that territory. But at first you say, this is how I'm feeling. Right. She signed sincerely stress eating, but no need to stress eat about this. This is a lot of people are going through this. Well, thank you so much, Victoria, for joining me on this Dear DST episode and Sunday's episode. Where can everybody find you? How can they find you? Where? What can they listen to you on? They can find me on Instagram at Victoria Garrick and my podcast for any podcast lovers is called Real Pod. So they can find that wherever they stream. And what do you talk about on Real Pod? Tell us everything. Um, well, on Real Pod, we get real. Anyone comes on to kind of just pull back the curtain and share their unfiltered truths and stories. So it's like if you're looking for a place on the internet where nothing is curated, it's Real Pod. We're crying over there. We're laughing. We're saying really TMI is the premise of the show. So love it. Well, go check that out. Go follow Victoria and you can email us DST at betches.com for your DST wins and to send in your dear DSTs and follow us at Side Start Smart. You can follow me at Aileen. You can call in and leave a voicemail for our DST hotline, 212-287-5650. We'll play it on the show and we'll answer whatever issues you're going through. And as always, we're always with you through thick and thin. 
Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.